Workday afternoon replay from Money FM 89.3. Market View on Money FM 89.3. It's a workday afternoon, and yes, it is time now for Market View here with Jason Desmond covering for Clarissa Montero, who's away on a well-deserved work break. That's what she keeps telling everybody, but I think she's actually away on golf again, is it, Ben? Yep, I'm sure. <laughs> no, Clarissa, my money right. down on there. All right. So, yes, uh, you just heard the voice of Ben Srinivasan, Executive News Editor of SBH Radio. And also, we have on the line Nirganan Tiruchelvam, Head of Consumer Sector Equity Research at Telemar. And uh, hopefully, he's actually on the line right now. Nirganan, are you I there? Indeed. Yes, you are. I okay. Am. So, we're going to talk about all things that's affecting us locally here and in and around the region all over the world. So, please do feel free to chime in whenever you feel like it. But uh, let's kick it off with Ven First, how has the market reacted to Singapore cutting its official growth forecast from zero to one percent? Then not good. Straits Times Index right now, which is basically a benchmark indicator of market sentiment, is down about twenty-five points. Uh, you know, growth for twenty nineteen has been lowered to zero to one percent after second quarter came in at minus three point three percent. Right. And, uh, and on top of that, uh, non-oil domestic exports fell almost fifteen percent during the second quarter after a six and a half percent fall in the first quarter. And full year forecast by Enterprise Singapore is now at minus 9 to minus 8%. Uh, you know, electronics exports are slumped. So things aren't looking too good on the markets. Right. Now, let's talk about the Straits Times Index right now. How's it faring in today's session? Today's session is right at the moment 0.8% down. And right. uh, it's at uh, uh, 3143 points, which is about 25 points today. All the major uh, index components are down. Affected by everything that's going on yeah, us, you know, you got a trade war, the chaos in the Hong Kong, currency uncertainties, geopolitical uncertainties, everything. Yeah. Right now, let's uh, have a chat with uh, Nirganan, who's actually on the line right now, all the way in uh, uh, Middle East right now. So, um, Nirganan, how has uh, the, uh, I mean, like, looking at what's been going on all around the world, uh, the continued tensions in Hong Kong and whatnot, how has it impacted the Asian markets overall, you think? Well, there are two major problems uh, at this point, two factors which are almost unpredictable factors. One is the protests in Hong Kong, which are derailing the markets right. to a great extent. The other is the prospect of a default in Argentina in light of the shock election results that uh, just came out 24 hours ago. So a lot of emerging market investors are looking at the market with a great deal of uh, trepidation at this point to say nothing of the China-US trade war. So those are the factors which are uh, on people's mind this morning. Yeah. Uh, when you, what do you what do you think? I absolutely agree. And, uh, you know, the, the Hong Kong situation is particularly worrisome for Asian markets because for the first time, uh, I mean, when the Legislative Assembly uh, building was thrashed last month, I thought that was bad. Yeah. Now, uh, 200 flights were grounded yesterday, you know, and things are just escalating. And, you know, what really worried me was China using the T word for the first time to describe the rioters, terrorists. Yes. Uh, if... If uh, I mean that's that's quite uh, ominous, and if uh, if the mainland decides it needs to intervene, that'll be truly horrible for for Hong Kong. Yeah, because the moment they enter the airport, the airport police are trained to deal with threats like this, and they call it terrorism. And at this point, do you uh, do you think there will be more? protests and if there's more, it's going to derail the economy even more. Uh, I don't know. What, what do you think, Nagaran? I, I don't see this uh, abating anytime uh, in the near future. That's correct. Uh, it's uh, very difficult to see the protests 
subsiding very quickly. Now, you need to look at this from a larger perspective. One is there's a paradox. Uh, the more authoritarian the perception is of the Chinese political system, the more the Chinese economy needs Hong Kong because Hong Kong is a conduit for China to the rest of the world. The importance of Hong Kong in China's economy has actually increased over the last 22 years, though the gap between the GDP of Hong Kong versus the gap uh, versus the GDP of China has actually narrowed. So uh, China's prosperity is intrinsically linked to Hong Kong, so it's in no one's interest for this whole thing to escalate. However, it's not clear whether the protests are going to subside uh, in a hurry. Yeah, because right now business is down, money is uh, all over the place. Is there a potential for a currency war here, Ven? I think there is a potential. I'm not saying it will happen. You know, various countries, India, New Zealand, other countries are uh, lowering interest rates. Uh, so there is a potential for, I mean, Japan may be next. So that, and, uh, you know, US is uh, sort of, uh, you know, targeting China as a yeah. currency manipulator. Uh, we don't know where it'll go from here, you know, but it's a slippery slope. Yeah. And let's talk about the interest rate cuts uh, for a moment right now. Uh, Fed's 25 basis point rate cut we're into the second week since then. Markets, how are, how are they faring right now, Nirgunan? Uh, any thoughts on this? Well, uh, the rate cuts on the surface would be positive for the market. But uh, we've had the overarching issue of the trade war derailing people's uh, plans, in addition to the Hong Kong crisis, as well as now the shock results in Argentina. So for emerging markets, the potentially rosy picture has been colored by uh, these recent events. But let's talk about this current situation from a Singaporean perspective. Right. The protests in Hong Kong are actually a great opportunity for Singapore in many ways because Singapore stands out as a beacon of light, as an island of stability in a very complex and uncertain market. So Singapore's private banking industry could see further AUM rises. It could see more listings of of Chinese companies over the last few years with the so-called S-chips right. uh, in Singapore have been on a back burner. So we could see an opportunity for Singapore. Right, right but um, what about the British pound? Because all is not well for well, Boris Johnson and the British pound. It's at a two-year low right now. How does that impact the British economy? Over U.S. is one thing, but the British economy, what does it mean for trade with England? Well, a weak sterling is positive for the economy, but negative for investments. Negative right. for overall sentiment if your currency is very weak. So, you know, you're not going to invest in a currency which is hitting new lows every week, uh, though British exports might be more competitively priced. But then, you know, more than absolute value, the market is looking for stability in currency, whether it's a sterling or any other currency. Yeah. Fortunately, that doesn't seem to be happening right now. Even a yuan. Right now, because yeah. of the, it's just ongoing. China, U.S., the trade war, it just keeps going on and on and on. Will it keep slipping? Yeah, I, I read an interesting piece this morning from uh, put out by OCBC, which said that uh, there is a possibility of a free-floating, more clean free-floating system for the yuan. Uh, right. Uh, you know, and they cited various things such as you know uh, the break from the the seven uh, seven yuan. U.S. dollar, China fixing, and Chinese right, individual right. and corporate being more rational with less foreign currency hoardings. They say that there's a window for China to test the new floating currency regime. What do you What do you think, Nagrinath? Well, uh, the the situation is one where uh, the United States administration, the Trump administration, seems to have played this in a very unpredictable manner. So the Chinese authorities have been very measured. The U.S. government, on the other hand, has been erratic. Yeah. The U.S. government's policy has been driven 
by tweets. The Chinese yeah. government policy is being driven by policy papers. Right. So whichever measure they've taken, whether it is to take the yuan to seven or whether it's to impose tariffs on certain U.S. goods, it's being done in a very well-projected manner. On the U.S. side, we don't know which way it's going to turn. One hopes for an early resolution of the trade war, which could become a currency war. But uh, investors need to understand the mismatch between Beijing and Washington at this point. Yeah, so there are a lot of uncertainties out there. And one thing investors do not like are uncertainties. Are investors moving to safe havens such as gold right now? You're going to, what do you think? Absolutely. Gold is uh, looking a lot better. Uh, gold could do very well. We've had a number of years where gold has actually underperformed other assets. Classes. I mean, this may be a time for people to accumulate gold and those who have accumulated gold for the last five years may do very well over the next year. Yeah, there's another nice little gold rush. Ven, how is the REIT space faring so far this week in real estate? Okay, we are talking about assets which are attracting attention amid all these uncertainties, right? So REITs have uh, generally been a safe haven investment in the equity market. Right. They've held up generally okay. Uh, no, as long as the yields hold, they will still be sought after. Uh, the Singapore Exchange has 35 listed REITs with a combined market cap of uh, Singapore $100 billion. And the Singapore REITs was the top net buy sector in the first half of 2019, you know, and drew in uh, in excess of Singapore 400 billion during the January to June period this year. So the REIT space is faring okay for now. For now. You're going to agree? Yes, the REIT space looks very good. In fact, with the rate, a lot of the caution that Western investors have viewed Singapore REITs with uh, may have ended. Uh, the REITs have done well this year. They're up 19% on the total return basis January. They could go even further because of the rate cut as well as Singapore's position, enhanced position as a beacon of light in a region of uncertainty. Uh, Nirgana, I just want to get your thoughts on one small thing here. Uh, China, its release of non-performing loan ratio, how's it impacted? the yuan and uh, its trading partners? Uh, it's certainly a factor which investors are worried about, uh, not just the NPL ratio, but also the exposure of the NBFCs in China. Um, but uh, the currency movements are, cannot completely be ascribed to uh, uh, the release of the NPL ratio. Right. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Yeah. So the, uh, the currency movements have other factors coming in as well. Right. Now, one more thing that everyone seems to be talking about, it's uh, been hot in the news. It's the whitelist. So Japanese markets, how have uh, they been impacted on the back of South Korea's proposition to remove it from that whitelist? Uh, Nirgunen, thoughts? Uh, my opinion on that is that uh, there could be a lot of uh, uncertainties with this development. Uh, there could, uh, the uh, Korean-Japanese uh, relationship is uh, fraught with a lot of complexity and mm. this may add to it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, the Nikkei is down, Kospi is down, you know, I mean, this kind of, what we have seen is a weaponizing of trade. Right. Uh, thanks to Mr. Trump. Yeah, with his uh, tweets, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so every other country is looking at this kind of stuff, you know, sales of Japanese beer, cars, clothing in South Korea have declined, you know, and meanwhile, and vice versa. So this, watch this space, a lot of things could go down here. Nice. We're speaking to um, Nirganan Tiruchalvam, Head of Consumer Sector Equity Research at Telemar on the phones. Any last thoughts, uh, Nirganan? Investors need to act with caution. Gold looks like an interesting investment. The Singapore REITs are also a positive factor in such a market. Investors need to stay away from risk in such a fraught market. Right. And we also have Ven Srinivasan, Executive News Editor of Space Radio in the studio with us. Your last thoughts, Ven? I agree with Nirganan. I mean, uh, times are very uncertain, you know, 
think carefully before you put your money down on anything that seems to be attractive at the moment. Yeah, and buy gold and property, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's Market View with uh, Ven Srinivasan, Executive News Editor of SBS Radio, in the studio and on the phones. Nirganan Tirachalvam, Head of Consumer Sector Equity Research at Telemar. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Before acting Thank on you. the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.